Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am very, very grateful for you to be here and for you to be listening to my words. This podcast episode is going to be about loneliness during a spiritual awakening. And I don't really know if I love the phrase spiritual awakening because I believe that we all carry the seed of, if you want the word for it, enlightenment. Um... It's whether you take action on that seed that was planted in your head by somebody else kind of mentioning something. So um, I know a lot of us, when we first started out, um, we've gone through a lot and then somebody mentioned something or something clicked inside of us and then that seed of enlightenment was watered and taken care of. And that is what we are walking through. That that seed of enlightenment was uh, fulfilled and grown so big and beautifully and we're literally walking that we are that walking seat of enlightenment because we are the universe and the universe is us and um we are just the universe experiencing individuality we all have our own obstacles and things that we've gone through but when you look at it we hold so much of the same compounds as everything around us we're made up of the same stuff that um you are made up of the same stuff that I'm made up of. And um, I was reading a book, and I don't remember the name, but in that was talking about how a leaf is everything but a leaf. A leaf is made up of all these elements. And us human bodies, we also um, make up some of those elements. So a leaf is everything but a leaf. And we're everything but, um, you know, we're made up of everything but human. We're made up of all these different compounds. And that's what allows us to um, make those comparisons, how our eyes hold stories and atoms in our bodies and DNA can be replicated and seen as different things and how we can make and combine different molecules to create these substances. We're no different than the environment around us and when you can see us all as one and we're all trying our best, that's when you can learn to really, really compassion and I just saw a 222 I've been seeing that everywhere and it's been a sign of goodness my last podcast episode was on 222 because well I don't know there's just something kind of clicked inside of me a few weeks ago and after getting out of that retrograde I believe we've kind of had that new element of adventure and curiousness which has been really really nice because there is duality in everything and with downs comes ups and with ups comes down but um it allows us to be extra grateful for what we do hold and carry and what we can do with our lives and many of us have our roof over our head and we have clean water and fresh air to breathe and clothes on our backs and healthy friends and family and if you don't um, my heart is with you but we always have something to be grateful for there always will be we have another chance of life it doesn't have to be toxically positive but if you're having a bad day feel those feelings but don't allow it to be a bad week feel and really really feel that feeling there's a saying and it's that when you feel Um, emotionally hurt a lot of the times and it's part of the physical body that's being hurt 
And when you can sit and you can meditate on that, you'll kind of get an intuitive feeling and a, a word will pop into your head, a piece of your body, and you realize like, wow, it did. So for instance, for that is, let's say somebody was picking on you for your nose. So you're having a really, really hard day and then you go home and you just start crying and you feel so emotionally drained and you're like, okay, let's meditate on this most likely you will realize that the pain is residing in your nose because you're putting all the energy, all the negativity into feeling that you're not worthy enough because of your nose, you know? So if it's heartbreak, your heart's going to hurt and do shadow work on that. If it's um, the fact of people calling you dumb or stupid or weird for being different, maybe your head is hurting and you're having to realize that you are beautiful in your own way, the way that your mind thinks is so awesome. And that's the other thing is we are all one, um, essentially, but we still do live these different lives of our brains being different. And with going on to that is we are literally just walking avatars and again when it comes to the saying we are everything but like our bodies and we're made up of everything but human all these elements make up human but you are not your brain if you didn't have like your arm you wouldn't identify as your arm you wouldn't identify a lot of us identify with our brains because our brains and our heart are so vital to our existence but I truly believe that our consciousness is the only thing that is tying us to this earth plane. And again, if you didn't have a leg, you would still be here. You do need a brain. That's what's tying us here. But you are not your brain. You're literally just this beautiful ball of consciousness, which I see in a particular light that's being held in this like flesh vessel as an essential and we get to dress it up and we get to live these lives. And it's so crazy because even today, I have a kind of a low day, but I wanted to get this out. And I think that I could kind of tie my own experiences recently to that. Um, the beginning of the retrograde when we got over it, it was very adventurous. But with the cold in the Midwest, I am just... I, I hung on to Gaia, Pachamama, Mother Earth, whatever you want to call her, the essence of green and life of the summer and now we're going into this time where it's cold and it's rainy and things are dying and it's gray and the sky isn't blue and it's just really really hard to grasp that gratefulness and I catch myself doing that but learning to identify that I'm not my mind and meditate and learn to control my thoughts and allow myself to not be so overwhelmed is really really nice and I don't remember the reason why I was saying that I was getting to something particular and I'm sure it'll come back to me but <laughs> again thank you for listening and um I think I'm just gonna get right into the the main topic so loneliness during a spiritual awakening when you first start your spiritual journey you are gonna realize that you are not everyone and not everyone is on the same journey and has the same vibe this can lead to falling into darkness and hyper-isolation. Um, I hope I'm saying this correctly, but there's a term and it's you don't want to be on, let's see, a pendulum. There's a particular like philosophy for it, but I don't want to butcher it and I don't want to come from a place of not knowing everything, so I, I'm not going to share it. But pretend there's a pendulum and there's an extreme left and an extreme right because the pendulum swings left and right. 
right now I'm realizing within myself and a lot of my friends because we've been talking about it a lot that you're either into hyper isolation or you're into codependency and I think the correct word is hyper isolation where I'm gonna look it up where literally you push everything away just to be by yourself and um you're so overly content with being yourself that you don't want company but that can lead to a little bit of trauma and I'm just gonna leave it as hyper isolation and if it's wrong you know what I mean I'm trying to explain my best so you want to find that happy medium with being okay by yourself if you don't have people to hang out with um because codependency and We all have attachment styles, so being overly attached to a person can lead them feeling like they're suffocated and can lead to turmoil and drama, and we don't need that. So learn to be okay on your own, but don't learn to be super hyper-isolated and also don't be so codependent that you can't have happiness without another person. Getting into that is um, you don't want to fear these feelings of that darkness Um, and the hyper-isolation because fearing it, what you put your energy into and what you fear is you're going to attract more of. So journal about it and realize that this feeling is going to pass. It's okay to feel these feelings. Don't overanalyze them. I know it's so easy. Meditate and um, I know it's easier said than done. I have been meditating for more than over a year and I've learned to truly be able to sit there without any thoughts in my head. In the beginning, that was really, really hard. And I'll talk to people and they'll literally say, like, I'm scared to meditate because I'm scared to sit alone with my thoughts because they continuously, um, they're codependent on their phone or another person and they're constantly distracted. They don't have that time or they choose not to because of their thoughts. And it's not your fault if you feel that way. We've kind of been taught that way in a subconsciously and that's for another podcast episode but you need to learn to become your own best friend first and when that even comes to love is you can crave being in a relationship all the time but if you can't feel whole by yourself you're going to be codependent on another individual which is going to cause them issues and then it's going to cause heartbreak and then it's going to cause trauma for you and then you're going to be like wow I can't be in a relationship and I can speak on that because I've done that I was so codependent on guys for um, validation I'm going to be honest in fact anybody for validation and uh, I'm still working on that but I choose not to be in a relationship right now and I haven't for for a good amount of time, over two and a half years, not wanting to be in a relationship. I mean, they sound nice, but I know that I'm still struggling with finding that happy medium between not hyper-isolating and being codependent because that's what I've done in my past. I've used the codependency to feel like others are being suffocated, and they've told me that, like, um, I, that's why I don't like people that get really super attached because it triggers a trauma response for me. And that's how it is for a lot of people for our attachment styles. So when you can feel whole by yourself, you will attract that correct love. That's like 
a twin flame as a sense like you're happy puzzle piece that person that fits that's not quite the same as you but fits just so perfectly that can give you the qualities that help balance you out and you can give the qualities to them that help balance them out and there's still always going to be times where their their trauma will come into fruition and they will come to you and say hey you did this and it triggered me can we talk about it and when it comes to an argument with another person you never want to try to prove yourself to them you just want to listen to them and say hey I'll acknowledge you and I'm gonna try to get why you are overwhelmed in the situation because trauma can really have a really really deep intensity for us or it can be a little bit more light on the surface but either way gaslighting would be you trying to have the other person understand you and you not trying to understand them first so I am not a relationship coach, but that's what I've learned over the time of my spiritual healing and finding peace within allowing myself to find that happy medium. So um, the next thing is acknowledging what the best version of you looks and feels like. So you... I think that uh, the best version of everybody looks very, very different in a good way because there used to be a saying, and I literally had it as my phone screen, I think in seventh grade, and I didn't really realize what it meant, but I loved it because, well, who in 2016 didn't have Pinterest phone screens? And it was um, become a Fruit Loop in a world of Cheerios and literally stand out and be you and what do you when you do something that feels really good what is that and journal about that for me the best version of me is when I can express myself through an outfit I call it artsy fartsy and my friends love it I have earrings that are a little bit more like creative and I used to be so bland and try to fit in with everybody but now I just wear an outfit that makes me feel inspired to be more creative and attract the same creative people and um I feel so good when I can truly express myself through an outfit another thing is um letting my inner child be free and comforted around others I don't allow a little Hallie around everybody and it feels really really weird to say that that person is within me, that little version of me, because we want to see them as a another character, um, which you can as well, but also understand that it's kind of like a mode. You can let them come through and be free because a lot of the times we learn to grow up too fast or we force ourselves because of trauma or others force us to grow up really fast because of living or um, your particular case, but... Find those people that you can just tap into the inner child version of you and feel so abundant and so good and you can giggle and laugh at things like far jokes because only adults are the ones who are like, that's inappropriate, but guys, it's a bodily function and sometimes it's funny and you should be allowed to laugh at that and make dumb little jokes. I use dumb in a not a trauma response way because... I don't like the words dumb or stupid, but in a way of 
society telling us what's dumb and nothing really is because we're living on a floating rock in the middle of space and this place is infinite and we only know 5% of our oceans and um, very little knowledge of what the brain can um, comprehend and withhold. So not to take life just so seriously. So to tie this up, I know I don't sound the most enthusiastic. Again, I've kind of had a weird day, but I did think I got everything out that I wanted to, and I am now at the end of this feeling inspired. So if you have been putting something off because you've been feeling down, just try it. If you like doing art or poetry, just start typing or painting, or go for a run and just get yourself to do something because when you're always comfortable, you can't find new creative outlets, but when you can allow yourself to step out of that comfort zone and really do things that you don't like, that's when um, you can find a new sense of you, a new version of what you like to do. For instance, the other I don't like the cold. I just strongly dislike the cold, and my room was really cold, and I woke up from one day it being 75 to the next day it being 43, and I was in shorts, and my room was probably only 62, so I kind of laid on my yoga mat and tried to do some yoga. And then I went and I went for a run, which I really, really didn't want to do, and then I followed it up with a cold shower and immediately made breakfast so I wasn't distracted, and that gave me a new sense of adventureness, a curiousness, um, whatever you want to call it because I stepped out of my comfort zone and it allowed me to tap into a new source. I thought that was really, really beautiful as well. And I can't always get myself to do that, but when I can, it feels so, so good, especially like my ADHD when I get into like, manic episodes aren't always the best and they put a lot of stress on the body, but you do get a lot of stuff done sometimes. And that's the good thing about ADHD and being like neurodivergent in any way. And Having disabilities, again, I use that term lightly, um, we've been told that having a disability or a neurodivergency or ADHD or ADD or um, whatever, we're weird and literally neurodivergency is probably one of the most powerful superpowers that we don't talk about. We do things a lot different than others and I was told most of my life that I was stupid for the things that I did and... I'm just now realizing how beautiful it is that I think different than others and other people with ADHD think different and the way that we can grasp concepts pretty fast um, is also really, really nice. So if you have ADHD or some kind of neurodivergency, just know that it's not stupidity like society says, that it's so, so beautiful and abundant and some of the most powerful people that came up with these new ideas were neurodivergent. So... Yeah, you're just awesome, and I love you, and thank you for listening so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. That's what I was trying to say. So, I welcome you to another podcast episode coming soon. I hope that you have an amazing uh, night of sleep, or an amazing day, or an amazing morning, wherever you are, what time of life you are in. If you're having a hard time, the stuff shall pass, but be grateful for where you are because with the highs comes the lows within the lows comes the highs and finding the happiness with just 
presence allows that disturbancy to not be so overwhelming. So take a deep breath and allow that exhale to be really, really long and deep. Look around and be like, wow, okay, I do have all these things. Let me try to do something and just do it. I, I know it's not always that easy, but just attempt it. That's the most you can do. Give yourself a pat on the back and continue. So I will hear, or well, you'll hear me next podcast episode. But again, thank you for being you in your most beautiful, colorful, vibrant way. And um, I love you. So bye.